Hello and welcome to On The Brownlow, where we give you, the punter, an inside look into the Brownlow medal. Try and pick you some winners because we do it a little bit differently here at Sportsbit, how we vote the Brownlow. We'll get into that in a minute, but before I do, I'm always joined by these two men. David Newell, you are head trader here, AFL, yes? Yes, thanks Brownie. Um, a few new markets since last time we did this show, which is exciting. And Cam Dean, commercial analyst. Uh, what is the role? It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great role. Commercial analyst and now just Brownlow backseat driver. I just can't let go of it and I enjoy it. It's your baby, the Brownlow. You love the Brownlow medal, don't you? Love it. Absolutely love it. Now, Dave, you vote the Brownlow medal a bit differently from just your normal one, two, three vote scenario. You still give six votes, but you break them up into sometimes three, sometimes five, six, seven players. That's right. So you just split six votes between those players. Um, obviously, a maximum of three. Uh, can be any decimal place, though, to get as many players in there as you need. Let's have a look at the example of a game. We've gone to the Dreamtime game a couple of weeks back between Essendon and Richmond. Now, a lot of the voting went through Dustin Martin. We know that the award on the night went to Shea Bolton, but you've judged Dustin Martin just that little bit ahead of Shea Bolton. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, We know Dusty polls really well, so you've always got to lean to him when he does have a dominant game. I thought he probably was a slightly better player. Um, Obviously, Bolton got the awards, and there is a high correlation between getting the award and the three votes, but that is often because players play very well, whereas in this case, it's a bit closer, so I've gone somewhere just slightly to Dusty. Now, the media and the umpires and the sports bet votes don't always marry up, but we like the sports bet and the umpires votes to be very close, so that's how we look at it. So let's have a look at the outright markets right now and how some of the media and sports bet have voted. Across the board, it's pretty uh, synonymous that Lockie Neal is the outright favourite at the moment. Petrarca is coming, but I notice on this board, everybody's got Nick Nat and Newey in their voting except us. Yeah, it's an intriguing one there. Nick, 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 Nick Nat is going really well at all the media awards, the coaches' votes awards. He's a ruckman, and that's probably the key, the difference between us and the media. We'll touch a lot on that later on, but it, it stands out that that's the big difference between... Well, let's have a look at the market and Lockie Neal, the outright favourite. He's very short in there at $1.40. Christian Matraka definitely coming. Dustin Martin had a move a couple of weeks ago. Jack Steele, very, very consistent so far this year, all the way down to Cameron Guthrie. Paddy Dangerfield's going to have to have a, a massive go at the end. But that is the Brownlow middle market as we see. But there's going to be some players come Brownlow middle night. And we are in a pandemic, so we don't know what Brownlow middle night looks like. But normally when you're up the front end and you're going really well, you're on the waters. So let's have a look at the little sting we made for On The Waters. These are the players on the waters, and we think that uh, Lockie Neal obviously is going to be the man on the water. He is the favourite, started about $11, got into as much as $4.33 the first show he did, but he's been at $1.40 for at least three weeks now. Yeah, he has dropped off a little bit. He's not dominating games the way he was, but he has had a tag. Steele did a really good job on him. Um, the thing in Neil's favour here is his last four games are against... Got, he's got four games firstly, which is the, the first good part. Some of his opposition only have three. And then those games are against Collingwood, Gold Coast, Sydney and Carlson. So three of those are quite weak teams. They'll be favourites in all four games. Yeah, he's got all the ingredients of a Brownlow winner. He gets big stats. He's had a good season so far. He's got good games coming home. The team wins a lot of, lot of matches. So he's rightly very short favourite. Let's have a look at the top four. And I love the Brownlow medal when you get to the Herald Sun and it's all laid out for you. The hot games, when they're going to vote, we're going to bring it to you earlier. Here it is right here. And the thing that jumps off the screen to me is how consistent Jack Steele has been but hasn't voted as big as the other guys. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it, when you look at that? He's got two games with zero votes. There are a couple where he's 
you know, less than 0.5. So it's not likely. But the one thing there is we don't only look at expected votes. That's one indicator. But there's so much upside in, in his votes. Uh, those 1.08s, 1.3s, 1.7s, they could be 2s, 3s, and that could boost him up. So we don't know exactly where he sits at the moment. The other thing that I look at there, Travis Bokes just dropped off that little bit. Let's have a look at the price fluctuations between Lockie Neal and also Christian Petrarca as it's gone throughout the year. Christian Petrarca, no votes last year. Did not get a vote in the Brownlow medal. Started $81. Lockie Neal started 11 Yeah, no votes last year. Massive preseason. Lots of hype. Came into 80 to 1. Probably should have even been bigger. And then he backed up that hype, which doesn't happen a lot. He's had a great season. And look, you can just see from that chart, he's just been catching up to Neil as we go on. Um, and, and he's definitely a chance to win it. Let's have a look at the ranking points because it correlates the Brownlow medal so far this year. Lockie Neal away to a flyer and slowly but surely, Christian Petrarca and Lockie Neal very similar in the ranking points. Now, you don't want to take these in the Brownlow medal and say, I'm going to correlate the Brownlow medal of the ranking points, but it is a pretty good roadmap early in the season to how good Lockie Neal was going. Just dropped off a tiny bit. Yeah, and it's interesting. You've, you've made a good point. The ranking points don't necessarily correlate to to Brownlow votes because I think uh, Petrarca's ranking points were low last game and, and he was really good and probably got the three votes. Kick the four goals. So let's have a look at Christian Petrarca in depth at the moment. He was $10 before the game last week. Kicked four goals against the Saints. Probably got the three votes. Uh, I, I believe he got the three votes into $7.50 and he is very noticeable when he's playing football. He is very noticeable and talking about run homes, um, they have four games Melbourne which is in his favour but one of those is against GWS and DeBoer's back in the side. Did a really good job on Fife on the weekend and so you can almost say Petrarca has three games, except he can go forward and kick it back. So you so rate Matty DeBoer that good that anybody coming up against Matty DeBoer in the next four weeks won't get a vote in the brand line? Oh, I would say that for any pure midfielder. If it was Lockie Neal, yes. Petrarca has the forward uh, feather in his cap, so he could go forward and kick it back, but he's hurt a lot by DeBoer's presence. And the thing with Petrarca this year, if he does go forward and he's got Lockie Neal and he hasn't had a lot of possessions, but he still kicks three, very noticeable he's a bull. Now, you see a lot of players get ball inside, quick handballs. Petrarca gets the ball inside, but he's got this burst out of a pack that is so noticeable. Marks the footy inside forward 50. got this strut when he goes back with the ball. You just can't but help notice Christian Petrarca when yeah, he plays footy. he does. He wins those one-on-one -on -one contests and runs with the ball and kick, kicks goals. And he's very, very noticeable. And I think it's a good example. You touched on the Saints game on the weekend. It's a very good example of the way Dave assesses votes. I, I think that Stephen May would be easily best on ground. In that you match. thought Stephen May was best on I, ground? I thought he was best on ground and I, I'm, I'm not sure about Dave, but but I don't think May gets the three votes. I think Petrarca gets the, the three votes. The umpires vote for him and not Stephen they, May. They do because he kicked four goals, he struts around like you know, like like you said and, and, and that was the way that I think the umpires will go. Well, let's have a look at how we currently have the Brownlow medal ranked and this is your votes here, Newley. Clearly Lockie Neal out in front, but... Christian Matraka, he's within striking distance at the moment. And the other one we'll talk about a bit later is Taylor Adams is coming hard at a big price. Yeah, um, obviously the gap there is... 4.3 or thereabouts, but there's the upside on Petrarca and Steele as well that they could be on more votes than I've got them there. Um, we don't get it perfect every time. We're putting in an expectancy, but there is upside on players and they have some upside. So, 
Nothing sexy about backing in a dollar forty. You got to put a lot of money in on a dollar forty. But it must be said, Dangerfield four years ago got into a dollar fifteen. Dustin Martin a dollar fifteen, and then Tom Mitchell a dollar eighteen. They all won it. So let's have a look at the market without Lockie Neal in there, because I think there's some good money to be made here. Christian Petrarca still three dollars seventy five. He plays this week and votes. I mean, he gets very very short in there. Jack Steele is the other one in this market. The Brownlow Medal without Neal. Taylor Adams is a big big prize. Yeah, it's, it's a great market, this one. It's very congested at the top. Um, there, there's a lot of players that can win this one. Taylor Adams is one that I like, but, you know, Petrarca's right up there. Steele has upside, and that's why we're seeing good prices. They're more attractive prices than dollar Yeah, the unsexy Travis Boak just hanging around, just picking up votes. Not really, you know, he's not flashy, but, but he has got a good polling history, so he's another one that's up there. Let's have a look at the four players with a really good hope with the market without Neil. We've already spoken about Petrarca, but let's go to Jack Steele because Jack Steele has been the breakout this year. He's gone from tagger, uh, a player that you probably wouldn't even have in Brownlow Medal contention to a player who is in contention, gets a lot of the football, is noticeable, got the headband sometimes, got the long hair. So he's right in the market. He is, and with three games to go only, he doesn't have the four, and two of those are against West Coast and GWS, who seem to be improved, um, and then also you've got the DeBoer factor there. So um, it'll be interesting to see if DeBoer does go to steal. I don't know if he's flashy enough for it, but we'd wait and see. But, um, yeah, his upside in the remaining games isn't that high, even though it is to this point. Quarter game of footy. You, you touched on there too that, he, that he's gone from tagger now to a playmaker. So his polling history is something that we can take into consideration. You can't really look at his polling history because he's a totally different player this year. Different player. Different player. Good point of view. Called a game of footy yesterday. Taylor Adams only had the seven disposals at half time, lifted in the second half, possibly got the three votes, but you've got him right up there and you've got him voting for the last six games. Yeah, uh, he's got 10 votes in the last six games I've got him. Um, he's flying home. He, he gets 20 plus disposals more often than not. He's kicking goals. He's got upside. Um, the Pies, they do have two tough games in the run home, which does hurt them. Brisbane and Port will be tough. If they don't win, it's hard for him, him to get votes. So that's working against him a little bit. But uh, at $34, it's a good price. Yeah, it's a price you want to find out with. Dustin Martin, obviously a polling history for Dustin Martin. Can he come home hard? Where is he at at the moment? Didn't vote against West Coast, I wouldn't have thought. But certainly he's a player that can rack up votes week after week. Yeah, I think Dusty's too far back. Gone. I think I did last show, I was quite keen on Dusty. Probably hasn't picked up as many votes as I thought he would. I think he's coming from too far back and, um, yeah, I'm not so keen on him. Yeah, I'm, I'm not fully convinced there. Um, Richmond with three games to go against Freo and Adelaide, two of them, that could be six votes for him and Geelong 50-50. But if they win, Dusty might play well. You just never know with Dusty. It's hard to write him off. If he flew home last year, he could do it again. Hasn't been a Brownlow medalist play in the ruck since 1992. The big big man from Footscray, Scotty Wine, won it. Adam Goods, I don't have him as a ruckman because he was a run and carry player. He played more as a ruck rover. So officially, back to 1992, you've got to go. Nick Natanui, he's had his best year since he started in the AFL. He's been flying. Uh, he wasn't in our leaderboard. He's in all the media leaderboards, though. It's very intriguing like because every year ruckman can be up the top of the market and they never win the Brownlow. And you just wait. You think... Is there going to be a year where the umpires overrate a ruckman? A they, mindset they, change. They overcompensate. They 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 think, oh, we're not giving ruckman enough votes, and they may overcompensate. That's that's his upside. His downside is, I think he's never really polled well. In 2012, he got 10 votes and he averaged a goal. And in 2015, he got seven votes and averaged 0.7 of a goal. This year, he's only averaging 0.4 of a goal. So he's playing well, but he's still not going 
going forward and kicking enough goals you for want my liking. Goals to I, want to, I think that helps as a ruckman. I, I do think he's he's really dominating games, and the hype's been there more than it has. He's always had a bit of hype, but I feel like this year they're really latching on in the commentary, mm. and umpires will be watching that and hearing that, and it might affect them. The other thing is, no one from West Coast usually they have standout players. You know, Kennedy kicking bags, Gaff getting forty disposals. It's not really happening this year. They don't really have that next standout. It's been pretty so even across the that's, board. That's a it? really good point. Yeah, no one, no one's taking the votes off him, are they? I like no. what you said about the hype. There's genuine hype around Nick Natanui. They're pretty much similar to what there has been about Christian Petrarca. Let's have a look at the voting without Neil, how we've seen it along with the prices and Christian Petrarca on top there. But the one that you like, Taylor Adams and Jack Billings is still a pretty big price in the market without Neil. Yeah, so I got Adams, obviously I said 10 votes in his last six games, which is almost all of his votes, but I got him fourth overall um, in this market and, and he's, you know, $34. It's a great price. Um, yeah, the rest, boat keeps keeping on. Um, Petrarca we've talked about. And then we've got, so I don't think Dusty's too far away there, three votes behind the top. He, if he gets nine, that, that could win it. The Matty DeBoer game for Christian Petrarca worries you though in this Brownlow medal market, it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, it does. So he's got three relatively easy games, um, but then that DeBoer game will hurt him. So it's a wait and see with that. Oh, it's sure. been a fascinating look into the Brownlow medal. Let's get a tip and a roughie. And the roughie will be without Neil. So the first tip is the Brownlow medal. The second tip will be without Neil. Uh, who are we heading to first? Yeah, I'll go. Um, so Lockie Neil is my tip. I think with four games, four fairly easy games left, he's got too much for lead. It'll be very hard to run him down. And I don't think the others have that upside. Um, but without Neil, I, th- I really like Taylor Adams. I think he does have the upside. I know they've got tough games, but the pies can be good. And if they improve, he might be the one lifting them and he's got the upside there. So $34 for Taylor Adams. Okay. Yeah, I think, uh, as I said, Neil's got all the ingredients to win the Brownlow. He's going well. So that's my tip there. Very, very boring at the forty shot, but it's hard to tip anyone else in that market. In the favourite without, I'm going to go with Petrarca. With the favourite. I'm going to go with the favourite again. It's the, the market is very intriguing, though, because a lot of the guys at the top of the market, they've never been in Brownlow contention before. So it's like other years we've had Cripps, we've had Danger, we've had Dusty, we've had Mitchell. But a lot of these Steel, Petrarca... They've never really been up there, so it's a really intriguing market knowing how those guys will go. It's an exciting brand. I think Lockie Neal as well. I think he'll get the run home and probably needs to vote in two more games to really service the Brownlow for himself. Without, I think Jack uh, Jack Steele is a huge hope. I just like his consistency. And at St Kilda, there's nobody taking votes off him. Jack Billings may be earlier on in the year. So I hope you've enjoyed the Brownlow Medal Show on the Brownlow. Thanks very much for joining us, boys. We're going to be back again in about four weeks, particularly throughout the finals leading up to the Brownlow Medal, where we can do the three-vote games. We can do the leader at your footy club, trying to find some sort of value for you to be punting on for the Brownlow Medal. Thanks for joining us. And if you're going to punt on any of this, please gamble responsibly. 